We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the DFS MLB Podcast Friday edition for tonight's MLB schedule of games. Hi there, baseball fans. I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm joined once again by John McKechnie. We are coming at you today with our best recommendations for your FanDuel rosters for Friday night's games. John, before we get into any observations, I got to know, were you docking me last weekend when our teams met up in Toronto? I was not. I, you know, just kind of extenuating circumstances. I was traveling, uh, but, you know, I think... By missing last week we, weekend's podcast, uh, you know, obviously we got – we're just lucky to have O's, Blue Jays, round two here. I think we're going to have to kind of double down on the trash talk a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was saying to you off the air, I think that they should issue hard hats to all the outfielders tonight. I think the ball is going to fly like crazy for both sides. We saw it leave the yard seven times last weekend in one of the games uh, that featured – uh, one of the pitchers tonight, Aaron Sanchez, he gave up four uh, long balls to your guys, but uh, the Jays still came out on the on the right end of that uh, that outcome from where I sit. But uh, right. boy, both lineups are loaded for bear, and I can't wait till the, the first pitch flies this evening. Yeah, and it looks like you know both offenses are really starting to click. I know that the Blue Jays kind of took a little bit to get that momentum going, but it really looks like they are they're they're that Blue Jays lineup that. Uh, scared the crap out of everybody last year, you know? Yeah, they've got four four times they've reached double digits in the last six games. But an interesting note on the pitching side tonight, John, that I shared with you and our listeners should be made aware of, Aaron Sanchez, who's 6-1 and one with a 338 ERA, he's one of the top uh, revelations among 
AL pitcher certainly this year in the starting role, but he's conver converted from being a reliever last year, and they're really concerned about his innings pitched this season. So they're going to kind of cap it at 150, and word is out that he's going to go to the bullpen in about uh, the next uh, four to six weeks for the remainder of the regular season, uh, it looks like. So this might be the last time that he faces the O's as a starting pitcher this year, and they'll call upon Drew Hutchison from the minor leagues. He's He's been a starter with the Jays for a couple of seasons, but he's uh, been effective down there, and we'll get the nod when when uh, that switch is made. So interesting point to, to be uh, sharing with our FanDuel friends. Definitely. And then uh, I know you pointed out another matchup that you'll be watching tonight. Uh, with a, with a Spocky and I, as will I, with the Kansas City Royals and the Tigers, and it's all centered around their uh, their starting pitcher, Jordano Ventura. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited for that one because he he has really uh, been pitching well for the most part, but you know he he is has those well documented uh, flare ups uh, where you know he can really kind of chide the opposing offense. And I think tonight, you know, this is a night where we got division rivals going, very familiar. Uh, terms a pretty tight race and uh, the Tigers just put out six home runs last night so I think Ventura is going to be kind of uh, maybe on the prowl a little bit tonight so I'm, I'm looking for a little bit of tension here between those division rivals a little bit you know hockey fights seem to have died down but baseball fights are on the rise and maybe that's one reason why more people are tuning in north of the border I'm finding but uh, <laughs> it's going to be worth uh, worth watching for sure both of those games I mean maybe I'll be flipping back and forth but I think I'll only be worried about the Jays game for about five innings because they'll put up about ten runs on right, and that'll be the end of that. Yeah, yeah you're probably right on that one, unfortunately. <laughs> well, why don't we go through the, the whole uh, lineup of games tonight. John, you take us to the first five, and then I'll chime in. All right, starting us off here, we're going to have the Blue Jays, as mentioned, with Aaron Sanchez taking a 6-1 record down to Camden Yards to face Mike Wright and the Orioles. That's a 7:05 start, Eastern. Uh, then heading up to Philadelphia, we're going to have the Diamondbacks and Robbie Ray on the hill going to Philadelphia to face Adam Morgan and the Phillies. That's another 7.05 start. Uh, then moving uh, to Cleveland, we're going to have the Indians and Trevor Bauer hosting the uh, White Sox and Jose Quintana, who's 5-7 and seven with a 2.66 ERA. That seems kind of like a wonky stat line there because his ERA is so excellent. That's a 7.10 start. Uh, then we're going to head down to Miami. We're going to have the Marlins and Adam Conley. Uh, hosting the Rockies and John Gray. That's a 7-10 first pitch. And then following that up, we're going to head up to Fenway with uh, the Red Sox and Ronis Elias facing uh, the Mariners and Hisashi Iwakuma. That's a 7-10 start. And we go on with the Atlanta Braves bringing their MLB worst record and John Gant into New York to face Matt Harvey. I'm still not going to call him by his former nickname, but he may get a chance to get back in my good books should he come through tonight because I'm, I'm leaning on him as my starting pitcher. I'll tease that right now. And then the Giants with Jeff Samarja, 7-4, a 336 ERA. A good matchup here uh, in Tampa against Chris Archer. Uh, losing record for the Tampa Ace, 4-8 and eight and 4.61 ERA, but he's coming around in the last little while. That's a 7-10 start. The Reds will go into Houston with John Lamb on the mound against Lance McCullers. And then uh, the Yankees with Masahiro Tanaka in Minnesota against Pat Dean at 8-10. The Tigers with Michael Fulmer, who's on quite a roll, a 7-1 and one record, 2.52 ERA against the aforementioned Jordano Ventura in Kansas City. We'll wait for the fireworks in that one. And, uh, John, what about the last four games? All right, moving on to the later portion of the evening, we're going to have the Rangers with Cole Hamels on the hill. Interleague matchup in St. Louis facing the Cardinals and Michael Waka. That's an 8-15 start. And then we're going to head out west. We're going to have the Angels with Matt Shoemaker on the hill 
up in Oakland to face Kendall Graveman in the A's. That's a 935 start. And then a pair of Southern California matchups here. We got the Brewers with Zach Davies on the hill going to Los Angeles to face Julio Urias, uh, the, the young phenom, at, and the Dodgers at 1010. And then finishing us out here, we're going to have the Nationals with Joe Ross facing his former team and the team that his brother's on, the Padres, uh, at, uh, and Christian Friedrich at 1040. So that'll, that'll wrap us up there on the later, later portion of the slate here. All right. Well, we are charged with coming up with our best bets uh, throughout the lineups. And the, the, the name of the game here is to begin with our starting pitchers. John, tell us who do you like and why, and I'll counter with my pick. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Matt Shoemaker here. He's 8,300 on the road going against Oakland. Now, this could definitely blow up in my face because Thursday the A's almost got uh, a perfect game dropped on them by Colby Lewis, so they could really be kind of looking out to, to get back on track here. But I think Shoemaker has quietly really turned things around uh, of late. Uh, I'm not a top, or not a huge fan of the top line pitching anyway tonight. So at 8,300, he pre- he presents like a pretty nice mid tier value type of option, and he has a really excellent uh, high strikeout upside, which I really like. So after a rough start to the season, he's basically trimmed his ERA in half over the last six starts, and he, three of those starts he's had double digit strikeout performances. And the A's have a pretty toothless lineup, in my opinion, at this point, and they really only seem to produce against left-handed pitching. Uh, they actually have the fourth-worst weighted-on-base average against right-handers uh, this season. So I like Shoemaker to get it done, and I like him to rack up some Ks along the way. And then another guy to consider uh, at a similar price tag is John Gray on the road, 8,200 against the Marlins. Oh, extra value from John. Hey, you're making up for b- being away last week. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to counter with Matt Harvey of the Mets at $8,700 in the same price tier as the two guys you mentioned. He's not yet earned the right for me to give him back the Dark Knight moniker, John, but he is heading into that assignment on, on the heels of three straight quality starts during which he's allowed a total of eight hits and three earned runs in his last 20 innings pitched with only three walks and 17 strikeouts. That's more like what we used to expect from him. He yep. gets a great chance to extend that hot streak with a home date against the worst club in the majors as the Braves come calling tonight. If he wins impressively, I may give him back his cape and cowl this evening, John. All things considered, this is a relatively low price point when I see seven other pitchers who cost more on today's FanDuel board. And with that, why don't we tell our friends uh, and listeners about a little bit about FanDuel, where we know the uh, MLB season is here, and that means Daily Fantasy Baseball is back. We invite you to go to FanDuel.com, where building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just a dollar. Anyone can play. Now, John, I know you and I have qualified in our, in our Rotowire staff uh, pool with a couple of wins already so we get some free tickets into that battle and uh, there's big money at, at play there but it's it adds more to the mix when you look at a schedule of games like tonight we've already highlighted a couple of games and uh, some of the issues around a pitcher like Aaron Sanchez for instance so it really behooves everybody to keep an eye on things what if any other observations do you have about a fan duel or b tonight's slate of games I think there's a lot to like here, and it's a pretty balanced uh, slate in terms of the batters that I've been looking at. I mean, you you can really pay up for some of like the 4,000 plus options, but I think there's also a lot of value to be had in like the low 2000s actually, which is kind of rare. Usually that means you're really kind of strapped for cash with like you're effectively punting, but I think that there's a couple guys on tonight's slate 
that are definitely worth looking at, that are definitely going to save you a lot of money and allow you to stack your lineup accordingly. And I think uh, also you're not going to have to pay up a ton for pitching. So I think tonight offense is going to be the key. And uh, just kind of picking the right pitcher to avoid that that blow up, you want to kind of get that baseline of 30 to 40 points minimum from your pitcher and go from there with your big hitters. Well, in terms of big hitters, I wanted to load up against your Orioles, but I got about three players deep and I realized I wasn't going to be able to fit those guys in. So I only (laughs) snuck one Blue Jay in and I also put in a Baltimore player too, just to show you that I can be be balanced, John. So I want to see what your lineup looks like. But uh, before we do that, why don't you tell us a little bit more, more about FanDuel? Alrighty, so FanDuel, in partnership with RotoWire, has created the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Championship, where FanDuel and RotoWire are offering an exclusive series of 14 weekly contests for RotoWire readers, culminating with the final on July 10th, which is coming up now, which awards 15,000 in free prizes, including 2,000 for first place. Boy, that'd look good in my pocket. Join over 1 million other users who have already won money with FanDuel. It's never too late to join, so come play with me every day over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code RWPOD and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users who get a free six-month Rotowire subscription with a $25 deposit. You must sign up with my promo code RWPOD. That's over $60 in value for just $25. Don't forget to use my code RWPOD. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's FanDuel.com. Sign up today. Okay, let's get into our position-by-position picks. John, who do you like at the catcher spot? I'm going to start us off here at $3,000 with Evan Gaddis uh, going against John Lamb, a left-hander, and the Reds. Now, Gaddis's price tag is right around where it should be, but it's a little bit surprising to me, based on this matchup at home, that he's only the 10th ex- most expensive backstop on the slate tonight. Now, granted, he had a really, really bad road trip. Uh, the, the Astros struggled a little bit, and he certainly struggled. Uh, he had a total of 18.7 FanDuel points in that 10-game road swing. But now he's home, where he's hit six home runs this year, and he has the Crawford boxes calling to him for a little cheap home run action. So he's facing a left-hander in John Lamb, and Gaddis uh, hasn't just been a home run threat against Southpaws this year. He's also been able to, to make good contact, batting 271 with an 886 OPS to go with those five home runs. And I'm not going to rip on John Lamb too much here, but let's face it, he's got an 859 ERA on the road to go with a 198 whip. Uh, so I think Gaddis is a guy that I'm going to be looking at heavily, and he's definitely not the only Astro I'm going to be recommending today. I see a stack coming along. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with my catcher pick, Salvador Perez of the Royals, for $3,300. I picked the Royals receiver because he comes into tonight's game with an eight-game hit streak intact, and that includes four homers and seven ribbies. He's the second most expensive catcher on today's board. I paid up a bit here, but feel good about getting this hot stick in the lineup, John. I'm not dissuaded by the fact that he's facing a hot righty pitcher in Michael Fulmer because Perez has a 306 batting average against righties and has hit over 300 at home this season. All told, that builds a strong case for him to be in my lineup tonight, so I'm going to spend $3,300 on him. With your first base pick, I'm seeing the first of a couple of Orioles, I think. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah well i mean what can you really blame me i'm gonna go with chris davis here 3600 so davis and the o's are returning home after a seven game roadie and the slugger is starting to pick things back up at the plate a little bit uh he's facing arguably the blue jays best starter uh this season in aaron sanchez but he's actually owned sanchez in a 10 at bat sample with four extra base hits including three home runs now davis has been a little bit mediocre at home this season but 
but he's been strong against uh, right-handed pitching overall with 10 of his 16 home runs coming against right-handers. So I like Davis to get into one tonight. Uh, but if you have some coin, extra coins saved up on the other side of the of the diamond in this one, Encarnacion at 4,600. Uh, if you can fit him in, I mean the guy's the guy's absolutely raking right now. So you, you can't go wrong with either of these guys, in my opinion. Yeah, Double E has really got that uh, that parrot going wild in the last uh, six or seven <laughs> games. He's he's really he really took uh, care of Philly the Phillies by himself when they went there. It just extended a, a career long mastery of you know, the of the Phillies in Philadelphia. Maybe that'll be a site where he winds up next year if the Jays don't sign him. I'm just throwing that out there because the Phillies <laughs> had to like what they see in terms of the offense that he showed in that that band box of a ballpark. Oh, yeah, a, they had to like make a bunch of moves in the bullpen because they had gotten blown out too many times. Yeah. They needed fresh arms. Exactly. I'm going to counter with a veteran uh, bat in my first base slot in Joey Votto of the Reds. This is not a patriotic pick from uh, your buddy the Canadian over here, John. Uh, he's one of two Canadians in my lineup tonight, though I'll note. His year-to-date batting average is a, still a shade under 250 for the season, but I'm more impressed by his 367 batting average over his last 15 games where he has 19 hits, 13 runs, and 6 ribbies in his last 52, 52 at-bats. That's a sample that's more representative of what this 10-year nor- career norms might look like. Uh, he also gets a favorable lefty versus righty matchup against Lance McCullers, who's allowed 32 base runners in only 19 in- innings pitched in his last three starts, so I think Votto has a good chance to use your cards and running into one tonight and, and having it leave the yard. Your second base pick, John. I'm going to stay with the, with the Reds here, interestingly enough. I'm going to go with Jose Peraza at 2,200 going against the Astros. Now, uh, this is a bit of a risky play here at 2,200, and you're definitely going to need to make sure that he's in the lineup before you, before you uh, lock in for your FanDuel slate here. But if he is, you're getting a really viable middle-of-the-infield option that gives you a lot of flexibility to pay up uh, for, for the bigger bats. And I think it, you brought up a great stat where McCullers is, is allowing so many base runners, and Peraza's bread and butter, the, what you're looking for out of Peraza is a stolen base. And he's In the two games he started since being called back up, he has three sw- you swipe three bases already. So that's definitely something you look for. And especially when steals are at such a premium uh, where you get six points per, I mean, that's, you know, that's like basically hitting a double uh, just on the base pass. And so he's going to be able to come around and score. He's going to swipe a bag. I really like that. So 2,200, I'm going to go with him. You got to make sure again that he's in the lineup, but if he is, I mean, he might even hit lead off. So you really like his chances there. Peraza 2,200, definitely worth considering. Well, and you count the leadoff position and, and the stolen bases. We don't talk about that too much, but those are key factors. More tra- more turns at the bat and uh, do some damage on the base pass could add up some big point totals for a guy with a price tag like this. Could be a re- real bonanza. Uh, I'm going to counter with uh, another cheapy option. He's $3,100 with Gene Segura of the Diamondbacks. I feel like he shapes up as a very good value play as well when noting that he has a 12 for he had a 12 for 24 streak over six games interrupted by an 0 for 4 against that Kershaw guy the last time out and uh, Segura needed a night off to recover from that and he should be ready to go this evening and maybe start up a new streak uh he's hit over 300 this season quietly uh, I mean I had to do a double take when I look at that and comes into uh, comes into this with a favorable matchup when I see that uh, Alex Morgan, a lefty, is on the mound for the Phillies, and he surrendered a 297 batting average to righties in 115 at- at-bats this season. So he gets another port sider, but I think he'll have much more success against Alex Morgan tonight. Your third base pick, John. All right, I'm going to go back to the O's well here. That's I'm going to go nothing with... here already. Okay. <laughs> I know, it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I'm going to go with Pedro Alvarez, 2,800 uh, against Toronto. I, I kind of had a tough time figuring out who I liked from the third base crop tonight because it was either a, a mixture of overpriced ver- versus low expectations or just kind of really low price without much upside whatsoever. So uh, I'm just going to go with Alvarez as kind of like your mid-tier guy. I mean, obviously you can't go wrong with a guy like Donaldson, but Alvarez is a guy that's starting to find his groove a little bit lately. Uh, he'll be He's facing a right-hander, so he's most likely going to be in the lineup, probably hitting in that middle third, I would imagine. And he's really, start, like I said, starting to find his groove in June. Uh, he's hitting 355 with an OPS of 1.157 and four home runs in June. I mean, that, that's pretty serious stuff right there. And he had some success against the Blue Jays last weekend. I think he's going to repeat that success uh, tonight. So 2,800, Alvarez, think about it. So you've picked two Orioles, but you have mentioned two Blue Jays in the same breath. I, I'm going to call that uh, being reasonable so far, John. I, my hat's off to you for, for <laughs> taking uh, taking it with your head more than your heart tonight. Uh, my third base pick, Johnny Peralta of the Cards. He's one of those guys that you alluded to as being a lower price and maybe not so much in the way of expectation. But I thought this would be a spot where I could save a few bucks and still throw in a guy with some decent quality of late. Peralta has looked great since returning to active duty eight games ago. In that stretch, he's collected hits in all seven of his starts, including three multi-hit efforts and four extra base knocks. He gets a tough lefty in Cole Hamels with this home game tonight, and I look for him to build on a four-for-11 history in this matchup, which includes three doubles in this battle of crafty veterans. So your shortstop pick, John. I'm going to go with Trevor Story here at 3,100. Now, I don't understand how he's 3,100. I understand that the Coors Field inflation might, you know, put him up out of people's price price range uh, when they're playing at Coors, but he's down at 3,100 down in Miami, which obviously isn't the greatest hitter's park, but I feel like that's kind of ridiculous because uh, he has 10 of his home, 17 home runs on the road this year. So he's not just some sort of uh, freak product of Coors Field that doesn't really do anything once they leave the great state of Colorado. And he, he gets a nice matchup against Adam Conley. He's been mediocre at home this year with a 4.61 ERA and a 1.46 whip. Now, the only thing that, that might be a little bit of the drawback here with Story is, I mean, that price tag really jumps out to you when, you, when you're scrolling down the, the shortstops options here. So at 3100 he might be so underpriced that he's going to have a really high ownership. Uh, so that's something that to consider, especially in tournament play. Maybe you want to be a little more contrarian, go elsewhere, go with your pick here. But a uh, story at 3,100, I mean, points are points, right? So I like I like story a lot tonight. You know, if he's, he turns out to be the lead horse, you don't want to miss out on that. But I'm going to counter with my pick, Danny Espinosa of Washington, for 3000 bucks. I lean on the fact that Espinosa is finally getting on track in a pretty good start to the month of June after a horrible start to his season. Coincident with his recent hot streak is the fact that the entire Nats lineup is re- really humming along too, John. They're kind of the uh, National League version of the Jays over the last little while. There's another oh, Toronto yeah. reference. <laughs> for those keeping score, it's going to run up even higher in a little bit. He has 10 hits and scored runs in his last eight games as a result. I like the chances of him and the Nats continuing to put up some big crooked numbers against Reds lefty John Lamb, who, as you noted, has had a tough time with base runners. I'm going to tell the numbers. 29 base runners allowed in only 14 and two-thirds innings pitched over three road starts this season. That spells trouble for him and maybe another double, uh, double-digit double score for the Nats tonight, and Espinosa should be a big part of that. Your three outfield picks, John. All right, I am very excited about these outfield picks because it, I'm, I'm offering the listeners one expensive guy, one mid-tier guy, and one, one super bargain barrel. 
pick here. So I'm starting us off here uh, on the pricier end of things. I'm going to go George Springer. Like I mentioned before, the Astros have that really favorable matchup going up against John Lamb and the Reds. And Springer is just seeing the ball uh, way better at home than he is on the road, as evidenced by his 298 average and 963 OPS at home versus a 242 average and a 720 OPS on the road. And he's getting to face that lefty, John Lamb, who's really bad against or away from Great American Ballpark. And, you know, tossing another fact that Springer's been hitting at the top of the order, where, where he's really responded better than even I imagined. Uh, he's slashing 277, 348, 505, with 11 extra base hits and, uh, and just over 100 at-bats hitting out of the leadoff spot. So 4000 isn't cheap, but I, I definitely like uh, getting that Astros stack. I think you got to have at least more than one going against Lamb tonight. So going with Springer there at 4000 Moving us down to the mid-tier here, I'm going to go with Trace Thompson at 3000 going against Milwaukee. Now, like Trevor Story, I just don't understand how Trace Thompson is priced so low. I mean, he's basically been uh, the best offensive weapon that the Dodgers have had of late, you know, with a lot of their other bigger names struggling. And I think Thompson kind of came into the year with this rap that he can only hit uh, lefties. But actually, his his splits have been almost identical, uh, again, lefties and righties. And he's actually hit eight of his 11 bombs off of off of right-handers, and he actually really likes hitting at Dodger Stadium. That's also where he's hit eight of his 11 home runs this season. And you know, it's important to point out that he's going against a, a pitcher that might be a little bit popular tonight in Zach Davies uh, because he's been on fire lately, uh, averaging 47.75 FanDuel points over his last four starts. That's that's ridiculous for a guy that, you know, maybe your casual baseball fan hasn't really heard of. Uh, you know, he is an ex-Orioles pitcher, so of course he's doing great elsewhere. Um, but all those starts have been on the road or at home, and his road ERA is at 782. Wow. So let's go with Thompson here. A uh, nice mid-tier option with lots of pop upside and a sneaky favorable matchup. And then moving down to my bottom, my bargain of the day here, Stephen Moya, $2,000 of the Tigers, uh, going against Jordano Ventura and the Royals. Now, obviously, Moya is really only in play if you're extremely strapped for cap space. Uh, but if you have to punt on a position and use a minimum salary on a guy, he might as well uh, get someone with upside that's going to be hit, you know, hitting in a pretty potent lineup. And with J.D. Martinez on the shelf until late July, we're going to be seeing a lot more of the six foot seven Stephen Moya here. He's a left-handed bat that, you, you know, when you watch him play, he can barely fit in the batter's box. He's so big. I mean, he's just a really hulking <laughs> dude. And he, he, he's mashed 13 home runs at AAA this year. He has some big league experience this year. He fared reasonably well during a short stint earlier in the year with the Tigers. Uh, and he's facing, obviously, my favorite pitcher in the world, Yordana <laughs> Ventura. He's good buddy of mine as an as an O's fan and uh and it's in spacious Coffin Stadium but you know the Tigers didn't really seem to have any problems putting them out last night they they put six out uh V-Mart had three of those but you know still six home runs uh that's not what you usually see out in Kaufman so I think if Moya can put the bat on the ball and just kind of run into one of those 99 mile an hour fastballs that, that's tailing in, inside uh, I think he can definitely put one into the right field seats out there. So at $2,000, he's a guy I definitely consider, you know, that allows you to load up on more than one $4,000 hitter. Great stats, John. My three outfield picks, I'm going to go to our battle for two of them, John. Uh, well, I'm going to start with Michael Sanders of the Jays for 3600 bucks. He's proven to be the most consistent of all Jays batters throughout the early part of the 2016 season. 
but he currently finds himself batting fourth in the order that's caught fire and producing 52 runs in their last six games. And I'll note that one of those games was shutout loss. So that means over 10 a game for each of those other five games. Is your guy right nervous or not? I think he should be. <laughs> I, know, ex- yeah. I expect that torrid pace to continue tonight when I note that the O's will send right again and his fit 531 ERA to the mound in Baltimore. Also worth noting is the fact that Wright has been tuned up by lefties all year long, giving up a 354 batting average and a 412 OBP to Port Siders. Uh, I think it's also worth noting that while raising his season-long batting average to over the 300 mark, Saunders has juiced up the power a little bit and has three homers in his last seven starts. Uh, between uh, Before I mention your, your guy, I'm going to go to Curtis Granderson of the Mets for $3,400. I have room to put this veteran lefty slugger into today's lineup, and I'm happy to do so with a guy who's on a seven-game hit streak, which includes four multi-hit efforts and five extra base knocks. He should also get a favorable matchup against Braves rookie swingman John Gant, who's getting his second start and ninth appearance of the year, getting entering play tonight with a 563 ERA in only 16 innings pitched. And finally, I'm going to give a nod to my favorite player on the on the Baltimore Orioles, and that's Adam Jones for $3,400. This pick is a head-over-heart job for me, John, as we've had a bit of fun with our rivalry in today's show, but Jones is one of four Orioles batters to take Aaron Sanchez out of the yard last weekend in Toronto, and he's also on a tear in the month of June with eight homers and 17 ribbies, and we've just reached the halfway mark in the month, so he's on fire and finally looking like the perennial all-star AL All-Star candidate that we've come to know. He also seems to save his best efforts for Toronto, a fact that I know all too well. There, John, I even managed to say some nice words about an Oriole player during this rivalry-changed podcast. <laughs> so what's your play of the day, John? Before I get into my play of the day, I'd like to just kind of emphasize that I really like the, uh, the outfield picks that you threw out there. I mean, I was before I saw that you had picked Saunders, I, I was going to write him up, actually, as one of my picks. So at 3,600... Love Saunders, and I think you make a good point about Granderson. When he's hot, he's a guy that you definitely want to target. You know, it is, he's about as boom or bust as it comes for, for a corner outfielder, but when he's on, I mean, he's going to put it out. So, and you love the matchup against John Gantt. So those are, those are both excellent picks. But my, my pick of the day is going to be Trace Thompson, just the, the marriage of value and matchup upside. I mean, he loves uh, hitting at Dodger Stadium. He's got a guy that's been really shaky on the road this year. He's going to be in a big environment uh, against a a scary lineup, even if it hasn't been producing. I mean, he's still going to be facing some real uh, blue blood talent there. Trace Thompson's going to be hitting in the heart of the lineup. He's been one of their best producers for a while now, at least this month. So I like Thompson just like the perfect combination to me of matchup upside and value at 3,000. And for my play of the day, I'm going to go with Joey Votto. This guy's always been among the very best hitters, both for average and power throughout his 10-year career, as I noted. His year-to-date numbers may have scared some people off, but uh, I point out he's really rolling once again, and, and that is not yet reflected in his price. He's still heavily discounted, in my opinion. Great idea to get this this guy back into your lineups, uh, particularly at this low price. So we think we've given you some good value plays. We've had some fun with the Baltimore-Toronto rivalry, and we're looking forward to seeing Jordano Ventura start uh, a WWE-type matchup tonight, John. We've given our <laughs> listeners a lot of food for thought, and that's a fine way for, for us to get back uh, together after one-week hiatus. You're not allowed to miss... Uh, Next week, if the if and when the Jays take three out of three this weekend, my friend, uh, I won't I won't dodge it because I mean we're going to come out with the sweep here, so not worried about it. <laughs> okay, maybe we ought to bet a Canadian loony against the U.S. dollar tonight. 
<laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So there you have it for John McKechnie. I'm Paul Bruno, and we wish you good luck with your FanDuel picks. Come back to listen to our podcast on a daily basis to get an edge on the competition. So long, everybody.